Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of the Gym Owners Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Stone. Over there's John Fairbanks. How's it going, John? I've dodged a bullet this week, Tyler, with the flu running rampant throughout my house. No, that bullet's circling back around JFK nope. style, buddy. It's coming uh-uh. your way. <laughs> no magic bullet for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I listen to Joe it's, Rogan. It's going to happen. No, I listen to Joe, which means I've done all the things that are going <laughs> to, I won't get COVID or the flu. Neither yeah. of those are happening right now. Guys, this week, for you gym owners out there, we want to talk about something that we kind of have been fleshing out for quite a bit. Is We talk about ads, running advertisements, the cost of acquiring new uh, new leads, new members, new clients, however you want to call it. Um, there is a thought exercise we want to walk you down here because fundamentally there's some things that are happening that you cannot avoid. Okay, And that thing is that there is normally a cost associated with acquiring new members. There just is. What that is, what it should be, what is fair, and why uh, that cost is getting inflated or why that cost really exists at all, uh, that's what we're going to dive into today. We're going to cover some essentially lead generation strategies um, and what to do with the, how to work work around and do the best thing you can with the costs that are associated with acquiring new members. So let's get right to it. Follow the show at the Gym Owners Podcast on Instagram. Follow me at Tyler F. and Stone. John is JBanksFL. Uh, you want to get into the Gear Academy, which is our business coaching product, where we go through and we coach you, your business, your staff, and make you and your team awesome, and excellent, and your gym kick ass. That's what we do here. So if you want in on that, you better be listening to the show for a while before you understand what we try to do, because this isn't something where we're just going to start barking at you. Go, We'll give you 40 members in 40 days, and it's just going to be the best, and we don't run bait and switch bullshit. It's really your systems, your products, your people, and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to help you do your thing better so if you want in on that go to gymownersrevolution.com also we have the facebook group in there so let's get started so we were going through this going through some data um that we'll probably actually not get too deep into the rest of that data set that we were planning on getting into today but uh the fundamental thing here for this now the john this data that we're looking at for acquiring a new lead the cost for acquiring new lead that was primarily for crossfit gyms right it was it, it ultimately they the, it's positioned. It comes from like it's push presses com- releases right there. State Which of the is probably industry. like eighty percent affiliates and, and across for the but they so. but they do claim right like whatever it it it, it is on significant the, enough on their data when they're just showing the breakdown of types of gyms that they have. I feel like they yeah. were just trying to make a list of gyms that exist because they were like martial arts studios and the number was zero. Yeah. It was zero. So I don't understand why it's a, it makes me start. Well, to, I don't like the data that you're giving out when your graph is fucking stupid. And well, at that yeah. point, I'm like, Jesus, that, save us the space. But the reason they do that is so they can make a list and hope that that grows. So to see, we, we can serve martial arts studios. Well, it's like, and it, it seems like you fucking don't. And it's like Whatever. statistical zero too. It's like like plus or minus for like your <sighs> average mistake yeah. or whatever. Ugh. Like there is one guy in like Des Moines who actually yeah, is using who, that well, or whatever. Like yeah, or does martial arts out of a CrossFit gym and some right. fucking shit. Whatever. Anyways, aside from all that bullshit, um, the piece of data that was interesting is the average cost of acquiring a new lead is around forty five to fifty dollars. Yeah. That is important to think of. And this is a thing that I think when people start to, I'm going to go at this both sides. I'm going to go at this and that like, you shouldn't be such a 
pussy about running fucking ads and that it, it just does cost money to acquire new people and it's on your system to be profitable and to retain people and your sales system to get people into products that are worth it for your business and that's just the fucking name of the game in every goddamn industry for the most part is if you're gonna grow there's some cost to acquiring new leads and new clients it just is what it is mm-hmm. on the other side of that what are you going to do with that cost and wh- and who is it going to? I think that's really what we want to cover today. But the, the idea that it costs 50 bucks to acquire a client. Well, the amount of times I've seen gym owners that have just boost a post one time for like 50 bucks, 80 bucks, and they don't get anything out of it or get maybe one lead. By the way, this is, is this new lead or is this to close a new client? I don't remember that piece of data. Let's call it new client. I think it's acquiring a new it. client, not lead. Correct. Okay. We have it in our notes wrong. That's oh, important shit. to know. What the fuck, no, guys? Anyway, so but but to acquire a new client. And by the way, when we were doing this in the this mathematical equation matters because this starts to allow you to do dollars in, dollars out. As long as your marketing strategy is solid and you're dealing with some commodities that are consistent and that you can trust, right? So if you're just throwing shit into the fucking void, throwing more money into the void isn't just going to return stuff back at 40. Some bad strategies will cost a hundred bucks. Some really good ones will cost 20. So not all of your stuff that you're running out here is going to be consistent. And of course you should also be trying to do things organically via referrals and stuff like that, that, that cost you nothing. And, and just to state like the, the brutal, right? Like the, the fundamental basics of this, it doesn't mean that if you spend 50 bucks, you're going to acquire a new customer. Mm-mm. right like it's like please understand that like it because this is where this is what we're really going to dive into this and go at this hard because this is it is a dangerous slippery slope when we start venturing into this world because you will find yourself shelling out thousands, thousands. and tens yep. of thousands of dollars over a period of time if you're not careful because of how this industry has become yeah i think so that idea right? It costs money to acquire a lead. Now I can tell you this for sure. Of the gyms that I work with directly, like directly, not, not within this network here that we work with, like our coaches from the gym owners revolution, but gyms that I've been in as a coach, as a helper or, or whatever this is, right? Um, I don't think any of them paid to acquire any leads. Which, like by the way, ads? didn't not running ads, not running any paid anything, right? Now the problem is, those gyms don't fucking grow. <laughs> like every, I can tell you, and the amount of, and I've been in a lot of say specifically CrossFit affiliates and functional fitness gyms, especially, and a lot of twenty four hour facilities that I'm seeing. The the larger scale franchise level twenty four hour facilities oftentimes are running ads just because that's a part of their overall marketing strategy. But there are some that right. don't. One here that I operate out of fucking never runs goddamn ads for anything ever. And it's like, if you're trying to grow, that's like, how are you acquiring leads? It's just, they just happen, which some gym owners, I think, like to hang their hat on that. Well, yeah, it's, oh, it's word, word of mouth. That's how good it's all are. word of mouth. And it's like, no, what that is, is leaving this up to the fucking wind. And also right. then you don't really get to choose the type of person you're getting. You may just be catering to the lowest common denominator. Right. You may just be catering to the type of person that's already in your gym. And if you wonder why you got problems with some people that are already in your gym or simply like, I wish I was getting some, you know, higher value clients that are buying higher value products or spending more money with us. Um, 
and you just have no marketing strategy, you're not even involving yourself in the conversation about who these people are and who they could possibly be. Okay. So I, the gym I ran, we didn't run any paid ads. We just really tried to push referrals and did a lot of just organic marketing and shit like this. But in hindsight, it was fucking like, we didn't, frankly, I didn't have money for ads. I didn't have it. But the fact is, and this isn't just Facebook ads. This could be radio. This could be any number of just marketing Correct. strategies you're going to use. Um, I think that that is, if you're not expecting to pay any money to acquire clients, then you do not get to fucking complain that your business isn't growing. I'm sorry. Like you're, you have to invest. If you don't pay your goddamn electric bill, you don't get to complain when they shut your power off. So when you are not paying the cost that it costs in order for you to acquire leads. Then fuck off. If your business sinks, I don't know what to tell you. Now you can scramble. You can try to cover. I, I listen, we worked with gyms that are in this situation where it's like, we need to work referrals. We need to get some organic strategies going so that we can get some revenue coming in. And when we have that extra bit that needs to go right into trying to acquire new members that needs to go right into marketing strategies. One way or another, we need to start to systemize the growth of your business because if your growth of your business is not systemized, the growth of your business is just maybe going to happen or maybe it's going to not. But I also think it's important too, along this exact same line of like marketing strategies and different advertising strategies is that there is more than one way to kind of skin the cat in this scenario where it's, especially we're, we're coming up on January. Right, which is where everyone is talking, where you start to see the largest entities in our space will start to run really, really heavy, aggressive advertising to get people through the door, right? Because they're yep. they're playing a different game. So then it becomes crazy aggressive, right? Of like no money down, one dollar down, and we're gonna ignore or we could talk about later, like like all the hidden fees and bullshit we'll that comes that. with that. Yeah. 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 But with that is really important because if you think about it, if it costs me $50 to acquire a lead or to acquire a new person, that's what it ends up averaging out to all the money that I've spent is that it ended up costing me 50 bucks in to get that person through the door or whatever. It's because Tyler, I, I think that is what it comes down to. Getting someone when they say, when, it, when the metric is 45 to $50 are spent, to get somebody to walk through the door, we've played this game before. To sign up, and this is, this, this is, is no. close though. No, this, this is going to be, yeah. Because if you think about, because if I think about when we have worked with ads, That's true. We have. Years, so, by the way, I can't reflect on what this data set is that they're talking about, but we have worked with ads things that are essentially when someone's coming in for. It's true, yeah. With some franchise it, stuff, some of these larger lead through. delivery systems. What was it like? Eighty bucks. It's yeah, it's so much money. And so the purpose of this, right, is like to get somebody to actually walk through the door because you will get you run ads and let's you're you're going to spend a fuck ton of money to run ads all the time. You're going to get a, a whole bunch of bots that are going to no. respond. That's bullshit. People that are dead that don't even exist, that somehow they're filling out fucking things that they don't even speak English. They live in a different country or whatever. And then, then you will get some people that are confused that don't know why you're contacting them, even though you now have their info somehow. And then maybe you're going to get people that are legitimate, but either way, yeah. there's so much back and forth and payment 
that goes through that they do eventually. It's like, well, I spent this much money. By the time I got somebody to walk through the door, it ends up costing me about $50 a lead. Now, yeah, and I think the one that we had worked with directly, it was more like 80. And, and that, as a matter of fact, that was the marketing firm that worked with him. We said, we will we will handle everything up to this point. But every time someone schedules a meeting and shows up to just meet with you, that doesn't even guarantee that you'll close them. For that correct. opportunity was around 80 bucks a piece. Because we were coming in going, I was like, well, fuck, I could just not- 100. I was like, I could, we could do this yeah. for way less than this mm-hmm. if I wanted to. Yeah. But I don't like that the nature of that game because the incentives are bad. You know, there's a... Yeah, there, there's always a thing. As a matter of fact, they were just talking about this on Rogan on the AI thing, which is show me the incentives and I'll show you the outcomes. And this is why we talk about building your system on client results and getting the right people in. Because when your incentives are, everything is modularly incentivized. You got some ads guy who's the only thing he gives a fuck about is getting someone to schedule a meeting then at that point. Not your closing yeah. rate. Not your closing rate at all. And if he can just get meetings scheduled, that works. Now, even worse is when they're just doing it for leads, just to get you leads. That's the lowest term, not just a person to take a meeting, but like to fill out a form and you contact them. Yeah. That's even worse because you're just going to get a, a bunch of your fucking time wasted, but it's going to look like this marketing guy got did his job right. And so, but as we go through this process now, you you need to be spending, if not money, just you need to know that this is the cost of the game. And and when people are doing these, these especially paid marketing strategies that are on, say, Facebook, things like this, is that also coincides not just ad spend. And I don't believe that any discounts associated with the offer are factored into this cost at all. Mm-hmm. When when we're reading this data, and we're we are going to extrapolate on that a little bit here, yeah. but like most of these discounts now, because because an offer is not just running ads to say, hey, join my gym. It's a gym. We do gym stuff. Here's the gym. No, there is some sort of thing to compel you to go. And there is something, and very often it's a discount. In, in some of the worst cases, especially businesses that have been around for a lot of years, it's a fake sum of fake money, fees or whatever, that we've decided is real. And then they just use it as a bargaining chip. It's like the yeah. equivalent when your parents would get mad at you and they'd start counting down from 10. And you're like, well, what the fuck does, what does this fucking timeline have to do with anything? Okay. And this thing is, it, it's very similar. They're like, oh, we're going to, it's a dollar. It's a join today for a dollar. Or, Great. But, or, or we'll but you still have to pay for your today's membership, your monthly membership today. You still have to sign in on a two-year contract. And but for instead of the $60 activation fee or $80 activation fee, that's the dollar. And it's like, yeah, but that's your constant bargaining chip. When you run your next offer, it's zero activation fee or your first two months free, but then I pay the activation fee. And so all of this stuff becomes disingenuous and becomes bullshit because, by the way, we were spending the money on the marketing to get the people to come in. We couldn't really afford to give away the money that between us and the client. So what what happens instead? We give that money to some fucking ad person who's just going to run ads and, and whatever this is. But they're getting that money. Then you're probably still, if you're not running one of these uh, imaginary fake money bait and switch games, which is, if you are now, you got to think to change that now. Just know, if you're running activation fees and stuff like this, like just flat rate your shit. You need to simplify it. The best, the easiest, nobody knows what anything costs at McDonald's anymore, John, right? But I know what it used to cost. 
because there was the dollar menu and then they did the one three five or whatever right but things made sense back then because i knew that a mcchicken was a dollar it just was a dollar and if i go in to do business with you and it's like what's the cost what's 45 dollars oh nice and it's like it's sixty dollars to get started today, and then the twenty dollar card thing, and then the, you know, and then in the middle of the year we run another fee that just comes out. That by the way, we don't ever talk to you about. And it's just mm-hmm. like, wait a minute, and this isn't just one place. There's many places that do this. Correct. But it sucks. It's it, it if it just it sucks in the worst way. And the problem is, it's only costing you your reputation as a gym owner, all these arbitrary fees and all this stuff. And everybody, it's so transparent now, just like the amount of apparel sites and like lifestyle branded things that you see on the internet right now, there are plenty of websites that are very successful that if you ever bought anything at full price, you're an absolute fucking mark. Absolute mark. There's always a 20 or 30% site-wide discount or a coupon to be had. And not only that, like everything is so expensive. Mm -hmm. Because the base price of everything that they're expecting to sell everything at is 20% cheaper, which means if we can just treat us all like adults and don't dangle in front of me a fake 20% discount that's on a product that you've inflated by 20%, Mm -hmm. that's fucking bullshit. It's bullshit when they do it on these fucking websites. It's bullshit when they do it on Amazon. It's bullshit on all those things. And now you're doing this in a person-to-person business where you got to look these people in the fucking eye? Go fuck yourself. It's fucking crazy. There's no place for that in this industry. Now let's, this is only for now, if you are a place that can afford to try and bring volume, like you can handle high volume like that. That's the one strategy. And the reason why you have to do a, it's bait and switch with no fees and all that stuff that we've been talking about. But let's say you can't handle that volume. So you don't get, you can't play that game. And in fact, we're going to say that we're better than those fucks because what they're doing over there is they only have stuff we don't charge. We're way more fancy and our coaches are so much better. It doesn't cost $50 a month to come to us. We're $200 a month. So we're a higher quality entity over here, but I need to still run ads. And the issue is, is then if I can't run ads where all I have to do is be able to somehow make that money back, because I have to be able to have all that bait and switch fees. The other alternative that we then see, if I still have to run ads, it's fucking expensive. Mm-hmm. So because I have to add the ads guy, and then I also have to pay for the ad spent on top of the ads guy. So then what the uh, top tier recommendation is for these gyms that can't handle insane volume is, oh, we'll just have the thing that you're offering be $600. Yes, be really, yes. really fucking expensive. And when we start to zoom back from that, it's why? Hold on. What I, I get the high ticket and I get the high tier and I get I love high people. ticket stuff. We sell high ticket I, stuff. We that do. says we want we people it. to make a choice. I love the incentive of, of a big investment too, because you're getting more motivated people. There's a lot of reasons to do this, except how are these all how are all of these things executed? dog shit it's just dog shit bait and switch bullshit it still is I mean, all the worst every by the way every one of these th- 
go how can i get big people i do this i don't remember the process i go to what i do is i go to facebook because you can go to any gyms that's out there and i look for the ads library and you just look for challenge and fitness or whatever and you'll get all these ads that just look like stuff gym launch gyms were running a year or two ago i need 17 men 45 yeah and then a whole and then a whole nother a whole nother thing that is the same fucking thing the same deals you know, we're looking for women between the ages of 20 to 30. And it's like, like as though that program is very specific to women in that age group, even though it's the same program, same bullshit. And you see, though, these gyms that are running these challenge programs and shit like this, it's all built by somebody else. The fulfillment is fucking questionable as hell. And it's all like, it's all, what did I see one? There's a spot here that was promising 20 pounds. You'll lose 20 pounds in four weeks or five weeks. 20 pounds okay, in four yeah. weeks or 7% of your body fat or your money back or, or, or whatever. And it's like, you don't really get your money back. That's not a real guarantee. It's like a fake ass guarantee, you know, and there's really no expectation that anyone's going to fulfill their side of the bargain when they do that, when they're getting involved with a thing like this. But the problem is, John, this cost of setting it up, running all those ads and doing this just really drives the overall cost of that service up anyways. So a service that sucks, that's not good, that also whatever. But at this point, it's like selling the fucking McRib in your business. Like, I don't What the fuck is this doing in here? But, but can we talk about why does it have to be the $600? Like, why does you're it paying have to all this so- money to somebody else to, to bring you leads? And that's that's one of the things is that drives the cost. Up. Now, I like let's let's I want, to, I want to approach this in the inverse now. OK, OK. Okay, so the reason a lot of these things now end up becoming $600 is in response to, well, that's the only way we can move the needle to get people to do is we got to do all this ad spend. I got to pay some firm, but there's some outsider coming in, marketing our shit, we're running ads, we're building landing pages, and there's some whole other system getting run that's not me, and God knows what's happening on the fulfillment side. Okay, but that's just done in reflection of a cost that we're already choosing to just chunk off to somebody else who's not associated with your business. Yeah, it's fine if it has value, but now that you're letting that service dictate the cost, value, and products of your fucking business, which is a problem. On the other side of this, John, what if whatever you're offering or whatever your service is, you had a good solid offer stack where people could make choices and that just in return because of the overall initial commitment that people are allowed to make, or maybe you do have a nice nice deal that you're going to make for somebody, right? or semi-private coaching and some stuff that maybe doesn't cost you one-to-one in hours or labor or costs on the fulfillment side. If your average sale price is two or three times, right, what what your base membership is, which is, would be ideal if it was about double, it should be at least double what your base membership, ideally, because some of your people will spend 10x, some of them will spend 2x, some will spend one-to-one, right? Right. So if your average t- sale price is double what it was now, guess what? You could actually just, without having to do this in the inverse, you could do what you do and do it well, and you could spend two to three times as much money acquiring leads, right? You could really go, I'm going to spend more. I'm going to spend more to do this because I'm bringing them into this product that's already a sales system that's already, that I know can do my thing well, that feeds my my members. It's focused on the uh, client experience. It's focused on client results. It's focused on letting them commit early, letting them decide, letting them know all my fucking services. They want to move up later. They want to recommit in 12 weeks, whatever that is. But that whole thing seems to make a lot more sense now when that's the case. Instead of just saying, 
uh, now I have a $5,000 product and uh, it's because I have to pay this asshole $10,000 so for me to even start to have these conversations with people for a product that people will be unsatisfied with because it's not about their success. It's frankly the incentive, right? Show me the incentive. I'll show you the outcome. The incentive for that is for the marketer. All of right. this is to fatten the pockets of the marketer, the ads person or whatever. And at this point, this is where I lose my fucking mind, <laughs> okay? Because the problem is, if we assume that the cost of acquiring a new customer is 50 bucks, most likely those are coming tethered with an offer too where you're discounting something because you do need to move the needle, right? You need to compel someone to click. It should be like, oh, this is, whether it's a percentage, a free session or, or something, there is some other cost in there that's not baked into that $50 on most in most of those cases. But if we're assuming it's just 50, the biggest thing that I see is why then is that $50 just going to somebody else? Do you understand that like if it's 50 bucks, what if you just gave that to your member and we were, everything was on the up and up? What if, what if it just for every person that signed up, then now that doesn't mean you just hand out 50. But if you're, if you're a, a 24 hour gym and your membership is $40, and now let's delete the fake money first off that fucking goes away if we need the fake money and the fees to fucking make your business work then your membership isn't 40 dollars anymore your membership is 45 dollars. and then we're all acting like fucking honest adults here okay so your membership's 45 dollars. Lo, lo and behold cost of acquiring a new lead is 45 dollars. okay perfect buy one month get your second month free two months for the price of one that might just organically compel a lot of people to come in Mm -hmm. to the point where it may be an issue where you need to not have all, a ton of people coming in. Now you could go literally your first month is free, <laughs> right? <laughs> I like to do a, like a two, two for one kind of when they come in, frankly, because if, especially in a 24 hour gym, if they fall off on the back end, you're not mm -hmm. crowding yourself. You're not just getting a ton of people walking in, spending a month and bailing or, or whatever. Um, at least you're, and at least you're guaranteeing yourself one month of money. That's the other one is I don't just want to give away the first month, but if that's the deal, you buy your first month, your second month's free, then you go on to your membership after that. All of a sudden, you're giving that back to your consumer. That's a discount that matters to them. That, that, the whole point of the marketing, John, what is the whole point of the marketing? Get their attention, compel them to act. Yeah, get, get in front of more eyeballs. That's it. And, 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 you want, and it has to be something that's going to compel them to move closer to your business. Doing your service for, you could afford to do your service for free for the cost of acquiring some of these things. And even better, John, is if you're doing this with a real sales process here where people do have the opportunity to like move up to personal training, nutrition coaching, whatever. That $50 credit, however you want to apply it, yeah, like it has a chance to really like bring in some like decent business if, if it, that $50 credit is going to attract what I would describe as discount seekers, which is fine. Listen, all, all your other marketing is too, for the most part. And so if that attracts too many discount seekers, at least you have a shot that two out of 10 of them may choose something higher up on your offer stack, as long as they're all going through your actual offer stack. It's my biggest complaint with these $600 bait and switch challenge bullshit that always gets run out there is nobody really gets a chance to, to fall into anything that's actually for them. 
it's they're all forced to conform into this single product and you don't really get the chance to run these people through a real good sales process that's about their results and aligning their desires and their needs with your products and their budget and i think the reason why we're so it's like it hits us so hard and we hate it so much is because it's the literal antithesis of what we believe is how business should be done. And more specifically, how we're working with clients in the fitness industry. Yeah. Like the idea is this supposed to be about helping the client. It's supposed to be about putting that client success first and then everything else will fall in line. And this quite literally is putting them like just dead last. Yeah. Where all of these things in this cyclical nature are just one after another. Well, we're, we're going to take care of like, I got to take care of the marketer first. And then that, that dictates what my, what my deal that I'm going to put out there. What, what can I afford to put out? Well, I can't. And now we're dealing with fake fees that have been manufactured because this whole thing is overinflated because I got to pay my marketer. And because you're taking all this money, you're fucking making and it become your it's borderline predatory on the consumer for one. And you are absolutely being fucking rut through the ringer by your marketer. Therefore, then you're passing more costs on to the consumer. But who is really, really getting the most benefit out of this is the marketer whose fulfillment is the easiest, who doesn't have to do fuck all. And it's just bop, 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 here's your thing. They're the ones that are getting the sweetest deal. So this is it's it's predatory on almost the gyms and the consumer, the gym's consumers. And at some point, again, it's the opposite of a snake eating its own tail. Okay. You're shitting into your own mouth. You're like, this is more expensive because I need to get more clients. And now I have to charge these new members more, which makes this new deal even less enticing. So now that drives the cost up and I have to spend more money to the marketer. So the only people really getting paid and not having the most fucking headaches and stress about this is whatever platform you're running ads on Facebook, most likely. Uh, and your fucking marketing guy. So you're you're giving the sweetest deals to them. Don't. And I, by the way, there is a place where we have marketing guy, Travis, who does really great work. We really enjoy working with him. But it's important for you guys out there that if you don't have the money to start to operate on a, you know, significant amount, if you're unless you're running them yourself, it's going to cost you over $1,000 a month, most likely, to be running ads just in general, not in ad spend, just the cost of having somebody manage it and doing it all for you. That just, it does cost. It is what it is. But it's a, it's a, it's not going to be as useful. If you don't have that money, you don't have that money, John. So I don't have the money to be running ads. So I've heard that from lots of humans. Fine. But just know that it's that in general, that cost of acquiring a new lead is around 50 bucks and that that makes you, it's a sideways move. So instead of you having to invest the money up front to get that back, just make that be your organic offer. Hard push on referral stuff, hard push on this and know that you can afford to sacrifice that 50 bucks or so for, for each person that comes in. Frankly, if they came in and signed up and registered at full price or whatever, and you handed that person a $50 bill the day they signed up, you'd be making the same, it's the same game. Except you didn't have to start with the money and now they're in your business doing the shit. Find a way, another way than just that, to do that though. Give, this is the best advice I can give you. Pass that money to the people that fucking matter to your business. I, there's yeah. nothing more frustrating than seeing a business getting leached Running, trying to run ads, or by the way, a lot of these things, when they get into these running their $600 challenges, these are last ditch home run efforts. It's just somebody's going to fucking hope everything works out. And they're all getting pimped by a consultant. 
Like, not yes. a good one either. These, that's the problem. These, by the way, when you look at a thing, when you gym owners out there, when you see all these ads that are like for targeted at you, that are, I'm going to get you 30 members a month, 30 new members every month, 50 new members a month forever per month, 50 new members. That's what these are. You need to know that. That's this, this is the, all of them are a stamped out cookie cutter, $600 challenge, bait and switch, guarantee, blah, 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 blah. And we advocate for guarantees. I advocate that my clients who choose who want to commit for 12 weeks up front with the top, my top packages, because there's accountability to every action. They have to track their food. They got to log it in a thing. If, if they don't follow those actions, they can go fuck off and get nothing. But if they do everything, I'll guarantee those results because that's how that process works. If I had to say right. you do all 25 of these things this way with this consistency, this will be the outcome. It's the fucking nature of this line of work. Okay. Yeah. So I believe that a gym owner, fitness coach, personal trainer should be able to give a guarantee and that it not be disingenuous. The problem is this shit's shady as hell. It's And it's all the same thing. All of them. So just so you know, if you don't understand, if you've never bought the bullet on any of those deals, don't start now. But that's what they are. Anybody who's promising you 30 to 40 leads, 50 leads a month, that's what they're talking about. Well, then let's talk about it then in an escalating process then. right? Yeah. If, I'm a, if I'm a gym owner and I know because I listen to the gym owner's podcast, I now bless know, right? Bless your hearts. means something different mm -hmm. in the South. Um, so from 45 to $50 for a lead, right. To be able to get somebody to walk through my door and be interested to be a new client. If I know that that's what my cost is and I'm just getting started, I want to be able to do this. What are the ways that I can take that information and then start to kind of scale this up, keeping that first and foremost, which I like the referral, right? If you're mm -hmm. like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing anything yet. I just know in the back of my mind the cost to get this is this, then I can run a referral. That, that gives you a lot of leniency Yeah. as far as what you would present to people that are in your gym. You could give your referring person 50 bucks Correct. if a they sign a friend up. By the way, you, and you may find that in the end, if these, if these work better than this, that you got more money to fucking play with because you're hitting more home runs. Now, Exactly. So there's there's a lot of ways you can just so so think of that in your mind. Just think of that as that is the real bargaining chip that I'm using in getting people in. It's real money. It's money I should be spending on marketing, not imaginary activation fees that we waive. Not fuck anyway. But that is your that that is a real piece that you can move around. And by the way, you can fucking if you're dealing with a real adult, you can tell them that. Say so normally, listen, I, 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 we don't run a bunch of paid ads and scammy bullshit out there right now. We are mostly on referrals. If you want to be about word of mouth, actually be about word of mouth. Most of you who say you're on word of mouth, it's you don't mean referrals. What you mean is people accidentally sign up for my gym sometimes and they don't really know why and neither do and I. Neither do I. Yep. So that makes it very difficult for you to turn the fucking water, turn the flow of that up a little louder. So you can get a little more flow. It doesn't work that way. So if you're going to take this, understand that that cost for acquisition is X. Perfect. Bake that into whatever offers you're going to make. And now all of a sudden you don't know what you got to do. Like, like that's the thing. And you can, so you can run this, you can give your refer this, you can split it with them. You can give it all to the new person. You can, and that's just on the referral side. If you want to have a special program where you come in and it's like, Hey, you do X, 
now know that if you commit to whatever, uh, say you're just doing monthly memberships, I'm going to make this easier. You're going to commit to a CrossFit gym, $150 membership. You could discount that, right? You yeah. could discount that to a hundred bucks to get in, thir- save 30% when you sign up in the next, and you can set an urgency on these things, right? Another bargaining chip you can do is if your stuff's full price, what you can do, what does it cost for you to fulfill your nutrition coaching for a month? It ain't, yep. the, if you charge 150, 200 bucks for it, it ain't costing you but 50, right? To do it. So know that like you can, you can then use your own products at the cost that it really costs you to fulfill that out yep. as another bargaining chip, like get nutrition coaching for free. When you sign up this month, get your 12 week nutrition plan. When you sign up this month for free, blah, blah, blah. And you can test these different things and find out what works instead of just staying in this thing where we toss our fees around left and right. And everybody knows what's going on and everybody's getting paid except for you. And your clients are paying the most money. They're, they're paying the most getting the lease when you suck them into some $600 challenge that blows. My clients who choose to spend $600, $800, $1,000, $2,000, when they choose that, they're the best, way better than ones that would come in and want to spend 100 and be reluctant to close at that. Okay. Because, yes. Because it's just, it allows somebody to still psychologically make choices where like you always talk about where it's like if i already have to start a business relationship with you and i have a bunch of weird hidden in the fine print all that kind of stuff it it doesn't matter whether i'm a top tier buyer or a bottom tier buyer and i have already lost faith of interacting with you a little bit because of all that sleazy like i don't want to do all that and the business will persevere if the scales persevere if the scale is large enough through that and that's the problem is that doesn't, that has been such the norm in all the things. Okay. So many gyms with these fees that they start to imagine and move around and use this fake business and fake bargaining, bargaining chips. It's like dealing with fucking direct TV. Yeah. They would try to have anything fixed with them or cancel or whatever. It's like, it's the, the way to stop your fucking thing with direct TV is to like cancel the credit card that's getting ran and fuck yeah. it. Cause it's nearly impossible to get out from under it. And it's still technically a contract. You go to some of these 24 hour gym spots and it's like, you get into a two year contract. And if you want to cancel, same deal with the shit LA fitness got busted with. If you want to cancel at, you know, the, after three months and you're signed up for a 12 month contract, you got to pay half of what the rest of the contract value is. So you're still paying for an additional three months or four and a half months before you can get out of that contract. You just have to pay that to break the contract. Well, that's all fake business and bullshit. Okay. And most people are going to double birds you out the door and say, send me to collections. And is that how you want your business to operate? Okay. So we cannot operate your fitness business because we are a brick and mortar, like some shady online business or like serious satellite radio where it's like, ha ha. The- Guys, if you pay fucking, what is, do you know what serious actually costs? Like 25 bucks a month. It's like 25 to $30 a month. It's absolute bullshit. Nobody is paying that. Everybody is paying three to $5 a month, but they have to threaten to cancel every fucking time. And if you want to know the trend for how well listenership and profitability is going for Sirius, I'd implore you to look into it. Okay. If you think the satellite radio will be more profitable 10 years from now than it is now, you're out of your fucking mind. Because they're playing fake-ass business games. There were so much less now than they were before. And they've had to modify their whole business model into this thing that doesn't even make fucking sense. It just doesn't. Now, what Sirius is going to have to do, mark my words on this. There might be a, have to be a fundamental shift. I would be willing to bet 
that they have to go because right now they run ads kind of still you notice that right there used to not be advertisements or commercials now they run them a bunch but they're for like serious and serious adjacent things uh, and other shows yeah so i'm still listening to commercials they're just yours <laughs> as though that's going to compel me to spend more money with them though which it's not okay because you can't they're gonna have to go to running just regular ass fucking ads I fucking guarantee it. They will either go belly up or they're just going to be a radio that has global coverage. Mm-hmm. But that's going to be the only way it's going to work. And it's going to either need to be a membership thing or it's going to end up being a free tier where they just run ads. But mark my fucking words. It's the inevitability. It's the inevitable progression. Much like I've said before about radio, regular terrestrial radio, it's only going to exist because it can be subsidized because it is essentially a... Uh, the word an infrastructure emergency service sure it still really really matters for that so i promise there will always be an earmark on the federal budget to keep some of these things alive but that's the only fucking way any of these things are going to exist not thrive but exist so no you cannot be playing these fake ass business games that are done on a scale so much larger than your business is you just can't. So stick to the fucking things that you do and make it make sense to you and make it make sense to your clients if I have to close a deal and I'm making up fees and stuff like this, like I, I can't look that person in the eye and make it make sense to them without them going like, cause I have to go as a human. I got to go Yeah, this is fucking, it's fucking stupid. I know I got you in here for a dollar, but it's not really it. Like there's no talking around that and saving face. So stop. It's not worth it. Give them the money. Yeah. Just c- cut it. They're there. Done. Problem solved. Now you 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 mentioned a thing because this is this is one of the biggest differences, and don't forget this is your superpower, right? As a brick and mortar location, is your fucking brick and mortar location. Yeah. The number one most important thing about what your how you get leads, how you get new members, hands down, way over the majority, is where you're located. Don't underestimate where you're located. And for me, this kind of takes the next step where we said, if you're going to get started in this game of, of earmarking money and wanting to put money aside for your advertising, for your marketing, if we talk about the referral and we just talked about, right, all that rethinking of how you kind of go about building discounts and deals and referral and doing those types of things organically, the next step is leverage where you're at. And if you leverage just your local location and understanding that people are not going to travel, right, much more than 15, 15 minutes, right, to get to you, on average, most of your people are going to live within that radius, then you really can start to test. And you and I have started to play with this, Tyler, which is if you really want to start to play the game of being like, let's spend 50 bucks a week and let's create one ad and this is a a post, whatever your post is going to be. And now very purposefully knowing whatever that's going to be, whatever your offer is going to be, and then only hit that immediate radius of people. This is becoming more within reach to allow you to strategically do this opposed to kind of just pissing in the wind Yeah, because the complexity that ads are supposed to be to make you feel how complicated and confusing all the fucking ads are is because the majority of the fucking people making money or putting money into these advertising agencies that are running them or on the platforms 
that are then facilitating those ads to be ran is digital fucking business. Yeah. These aren't brick and mortar locations. Yeah. yeah. People think when is, they think Facebook ads that it's like, okay, so I'm going to run Facebook. It's like, man, I don't know. It's, it's not, listen, the, the ads people, the world that we've been, that we worked in digitally and otherwise is like, that's the space where it's the most lucrative. By the way, the only places, John, where we are hearing like big ad spend for big results, right? Where it's like these guys spend $400,000 this year or whatever, right? We've seen we've seen these types of things come out and they make $5 million this year running those ads, mm-hmm. right? It's like nearly 10x your ad spend. Well, you're still paying a big chunk for somebody to manage that as well, which is not normally factored into it the issue is is if you don't need that level of coverage right you don't need a quarter million people to see your shit every day because mm-hmm. you're a brick and mortar it, it doesn't matter that your ad spends so much lower but your cost of management is the fucking same so sometimes it's just too big of a jump for some people to take um and you're just you're not playing that game you're just not and so the Stop lining the pockets of the people who are just making this more complicated for you. That doesn't mean don't run ads, but it's like, I need you to think about this practically. Like this is just, this is another resource that's out there. This is another piece of data that I think matters. It's a fundamental concept. Fundamentally, it costs some money in general. So if you're going to grow, you need to be paying money and paying isn't even the term I want to use, right? Mm -hmm. Sacrificing (laughs) money. So look at it that way. You have to sacrifice some money to acquire some leads. That is either in giving discounts or ponying up the money up front on ad spends and marketing plans, right? But no, there does have to be some sacrifice on the altar of lead generation. One way or another, that's got to be made, okay? Now, wouldn't it be a lot nicer if instead of sacrificing that to the gods of Facebook and some ads generator, is that like, what if instead of sacrificing that money to get people in, I give that money to the people when they sign up one way or another, either through a pro, through this, everything we've described on the show, that concept allows your referral plays to be much better. Your product launches, you want to, you want to launch a new, anything that you're doing that's externally facing. Yep. That's, you need to understand that I have this as a bargaining chip to get people in and not, not bargaining chip. That's the wrong move. Cause that's what I think the, Bait and switch hit is about it's about bargaining chips. I think you have this as a tool that you can use now to entice people to get in, and it's not a complicated tool. Yeah, but that's the biggest thing. It's like this this is the discount. Now, don't do this. You can, but like, don't raise your membership by fifty dollars a month, and then offer a fifty dollar a month discount to get people. And this is this is a thing that we see a lot on products. If I'm going to do a specialty program, I'm going to launch a $500 product knowing that I really only want $400 for it. And then I just offer $100 discounts. You know, it's kind of the same type of deal, right? (laughs) But maybe you're not operating at a scale enough to where the market is going to be swayed extremely by a $100 price ticket, right? If I'm only getting 10 people in, that product being $100 more just may not fucking matter to those 10 people. But if I had to do that on a scale of 1,000 people, Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, I'm going to lose a lot of people once I cross a certain price point. Gyms aren't normally operating at that scale. So I guess that's a conversation for another day. But that's what we got, guys. So spend some money, sacrifice some money, figure out what, what you got to do to get some people in. But 
<clears throat> don't there's nothing I like less than a gym owner that brags that they don't spend any money on marketing. That's it's like it's like K. Are you full? Are you turning away people? Like we can't even handle anymore. Is like, okay, then are you marketing to get new staff? Like, are you are you getting new staff in so you can grow? Gyms that brag about fucking not spend, how they I don't spend any money on marketing. We just do word of mouth. Are gyms that wish they had 40 more members right now and don't usually. And, and, and please understand too that like marketing advertising, we've only talked about we're not gonna talk go into it, but it's it also is how much does it cost for you to get new employees? Yeah. Like how much, how much does that cost you to get new trainers? Cause it is, there is a, at some point where we are able to get it down exactly what you said, which is, well, if I had one more personal trainer, how much more money would that mean for your business per month? Yeah. All that I is, hear when is, I hear that, that mm -hmm. I don't spend any money on getting people, people just show up to our door. All I hear is you're not fucking trying. And the day that you have to try it, you will not know what the fuck to do. And then that's why a lot of you guys, not you guys listening, you guys are doing great. A lot of motherfuckers went tits up after COVID. Oh, just survived COVID, slowed things down, took a big chunk out. And all of a sudden, none of these people are resourceful enough in their thinking to fucking grow because growth happened just naturally. And now when growth requires effort, ain't nobody want to try. Okay. So it's this hard. is the game. That's what you got to do. So, all right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Follow the show, Jim Morris Podcast on Instagram. Go to jimmorrisrevolution.com. A uh, link to the Facebook groups in the thing. Get in there. We've got John's blog posts are running pretty regularly there. Go to gymownersrevolution.com. There's tons of really good information, pretty useful strategies for almost any subjects. You want to scroll through there. These aren't just these aren't just like podcast transcripts. These are like pretty thorough there's action plans. There's kind of deep dives into specific concepts. You will find something for you to thumb through there. Just the internet needs to bring back the written word, John. It's a it went away a long time. Like blogs went away when social media took over. It it's just, I'm not going to get people to read a thousand words of me saying a thing as is, it is if I just rant with a video on my face and post it on all the platforms, right? That's just going to get the views. It's going to get the point across kind of, but it's pretty incomplete. And yeah. so we're here to some, do you ever do this where you want to look up a subject and it's just, I don't want to watch a video on the subject. I need to scroll through so I can ignore a paragraph of things I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm more precise if I'm reading something that's like a less than five minute read than I am watching you know, a four minute video. So I'm even dumber. I want to have somebody that's written something and then I want the computer to read it to me so I can just listen to it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I will have like the extension that will read the screen for me Interesting. so that I can, cause I only lit, like, I don't want to read it, but I will listen to written word. And so I, then I can skip or I can there more was, importantly, so I can put it on like double speed. Cause I just don't have time. There was a huge issue that came out with uh, eBooks, right? Mm -hmm. um, where buying an eBook was is obviously cheap, uh, just a digital copy of a book, but they used to then have a feature where you could go voice to text on it. Yep. <clears throat> Excuse me. And going voice to text meant, like, that's pretty fucking good. Like, you, it's essentially was going to castrate the audiobook market completely. Now, this was a long time ago, very likely before audiobooks. I mean, I bet audiobooks were one fiftieth of the market that they are now, right? Back then. Yeah. But they had to do away with that software as far as like from inside your e-reader because yeah. it just made mean that the same people who are making money off the ebook are never going to get the audiobook sales. Like so because they're in cahoots, they go, if you're gonna have if we're gonna license our ebooks to you, you have to do away with this feature. So they 
yeah. flexed on him and got it gone. But yeah. Some people can't read. <laughs> Some people There's can't read. But the, all, all the accessibility things are out there, man. So you can hide behind the, oh, yeah. has the, the handicap stuff where you're like, no, I need to be able to have a read. I won't go too deep. There's blind people on TikTok. And they talk about how they use their phones and how they can drag their fingers. It tells them things, even what's on the screen. Very interesting. Look up how, how like blind people use their iPhones. It's fucking kind of crazy. You never thought that was a thing? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's awesome. Yeah. I just Jim, Jim, Jim Hart's podcast. Jim yeah. podcast, blind people on the phones. Enjoy. You guys know the blind people have phones? It's crazy. All right, we'll see you guys there.